Hey everyone, I'm Kari. Hello everyone, I am Bree. Hey everyone, I'm Annalisa. And this is CSI Talk. Well, that was a good. It was a good episode. I think this this week's was a good episode. We're nearing the season finale, which is so upsetting on so many levels. But let's go. CSI Vegas episode nine, waiting in the wing, waiting in the wings. So we've got two storylines happening at the same time here, and also we got a time jump. So we're gonna go first for the case of the week, and then to the Hodges trial. So the case of the week begins with a guy supposedly the the devil you know he's he's got horns and a woman who's got wings they were both murdered and the woman died first and the man died later and then they were both burned then josh and nelly got the case they're working on the case together and they found out that both of the victims were performers and hugo and we found out that hugo's wife is a fire performer which is so badass like, that was the reason why he came to Vegas, because his wife is a fire performer, so that is really great. We love a supportive husband. Did you did you hear that, Grissom? No, he's, he's, he's gotten better. He's, he's gotten better. He's gotten better. He, he's getting better, bro. That is what it's supposed to be. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, Grissom. So, they found out that the victims actually had was body modification, so they go and find their doctors. And also, before they find the doctor, they showed the victim's son their burned body. And like burn bodies, and like, why would you do that? I know they that have they have to identify. I know, but it's so badly. They were so badly burned, kind of unrecognizable, right? So they could they could check for a DNA match or some shit, not because they were missing. So the son would have would have given the police DNA samples. Why would they need to to show him? the burned bodies they were pretty burnt like pretty heavily burned like why and so they find the doctor and the doctor is kind of suspicious at the beginning as well as everyone put it because the doctor besides having photographs of all of his patients all around the all around his office with the body modifications that he did he also got the females big angel wings he had a, a replica made and if you've seen lucifer and you think this episode is close to lucifer like you're totally right because most of most if not all of the of the team that worked on lucifer is working with csi vegas right now because both of the shows were produced by jerry buckheimer they go back to the lab to go over the evidence and ali's boyfriend mark calls her in the middle of work so that was like not really our first clue because we know that from the previous episode that her relationship with Mark wasn't as good as she wanted it to be. And we found out how he doesn't really support her being a CSI. And she tells Josh, like, what can I do? Give me some advice. And he doesn't give one. So Ellie goes to dinner with Mark and Mark order it first without her. Okay. And she takes some files from the case with her 
which is which of course really disgusts Mark because when she's cutting through the meat, she realizes that some marking on the victim's bones were caused by a sharp object, and she shows to Mark, and Mark gets disgusted. Which, I mean, I'm waiting for someone to say being a CSI is a calling, just like we saw Sherlock say in Elementary, being a detective is a calling. Like, I see you, Jason Tracy, I see you. So after she makes that breakthrough, she calls Folsom, you know, they go over the evidence again, and they are investigating the victim's lifestyles and all of that. But once they come back to the lab to go over like this red thread, they found one of the victim's body to go, like they compare with another threads they found while digging up. Ellie tells Josh about what is going on because Mark calls her in the middle of work again to say that his cousin is starting like this company. She tells Mark she doesn't want to run a genealogy, genealogy lab. A genealogy lab. lab. Yeah. She's apparently she said that a lot of times and because he didn't want her to be working investigating murderers for a living. And when she asks Josh for advice, he's about to say something really profound, really deep, but then she finds the thread that she was looking for on his shoe. So they go over their own steps and they found out that the thread they found was from the doctor's place. And while they were going over the while they were going over the the office, they found Josh actually finds out that there's blood in one of the books belonging to the to the doctor. So they found out that the doctor was making the female Vic sick to keep her coming back so he could give her medicine that wouldn't really work. Just because he loved her on some sick way. And then the husband didn't quite catch on that, but he was really uh, pissed off because the doctor wasn't helping her. And then he first kills the wife and then kills the husband and then dumped them. And he gets arrested, right? So we're back at the morgue and, he, and then Ransom and Hugo, they're talking all that. And Josh leaves uh, the morgue and she asks Hugo what, what he meant when he t told her something. And then Hugo's like, he wants to tell you that you should break up with Mark. But he cares a lot about your happiness, so he's not going to tell you, tell you that. Which kind of gives us this clue that Ransom was, like, Josh is still in love with, with Ellie, kind of like Grissom and Sarah all over again. But in this case, Josh is Sarah and Allie is Grissom. And now we go to the Hodges case. So the episode really starts with the DA telling, it's not Anson Wicks, like this lady that is part of Anson's team to bring Hodges down. And she begins the trial by telling the jury that Hodges planted evidence on a case like a dentist who was a killer and he planted like trays or some shit and it brought this innocent man who we're, we're pretty sure it wasn't that innocent to I, I think that's a reference to the season seven episode with the dentist yeah i thought about that too i thought he was talking about that that case and an innocent man to prison like yeah like huh pretty innocent huh catherine worked that case with with what was his name 
Kepler. Kepler. So Max and and Josh, they are at the name of the guy that Max was taking pictures of. His name is Gil Guillermo. Guillermo. Some shit. If I'm saying Guillermo. this ra- wrong, I'm really sorry. Okay, I'm from South America, but my country speaks Portuguese. We don't speak Spanish here. Okay, okay I'll some money that it actually belonged to Lucky. And Josh brings the money to the lab. And in the meantime, a plea deal. He has to confess to seven of the 12 cases. And he would get out in time to see Cooper. And then he tells, he doesn't take the deal. And he tells Grissom and Sarah. And Grissom's like, don't make any decision without talking to us first. So just hard, they try to get some fingerprints from the money, but they can't because. The money was too old. And probably the person who handled the money used gloves, right? So Penny walks in. Penny is an actual CSI, and I really love her to pieces. So she comes in, offers her help. GSR takes her help. So Penny's offers to help, and GSR take her on it. She does find DNA on the money, but it's not Anson's and is not on the database. And even if it belonged to Anson's sister, it would be like half of his DNA, like all half of his DNA would match because they've got the same mother. So it's not either of them. And Sarah and Max, they tried to Guillermo, Guillermo to say how he got the money, all of that. But he tells them that he's more afraid of the of the cartel than he's afraid of jail. So back at court, GSR, they talk shit about, about Ansem. But Ansem's literally like, I don't know, four feet away from them, and he could literally hear whatever GSR was talking. He was basically yeah. sitting in their lap, and they were, like, whispering in his ear, we hate you, we fucking hate you. Like, I love that. I love how they were talking shit, but they were literally talking so loud, so everybody They were just was screaming talking. it. Anybody else think it was funny that they were? They also seemed to have been in, like, the tiniest courtroom ever? Yeah, we've seen a lot mm-hmm. of courtrooms. Back at Guillermo, Guillermo, he's found dead, right? Somebody ripped his tongue out. And he died, but he didn't die on his apartment. He didn't die, it was a body dump. And Hodges is late again to his trial, like only only Hodges would be late again to his own trial, right? But we have a reason now. The judge comes back to the court and then he's really pissed off about something really angry. And then he's like, Gilbertson, come to my office and not only Gil goes to his office, the Hodges lawyer, Grissom, Max, and Sarah, everybody goes to the judge. Like that that's really good. So there is a Hodges video, you know, a confession tape. And so when I looked at Grissom, Sarah and Max, how close they were sitting together, I'm just wanna say something. They look like the Powerpuff CSIs, but like Powerpuff girls, but a CSI twist. Powerpuff CSI is there, I said <laughs> Ever the iconic trio. They are the ultimate trio, you know? Undefeated, can't be stopped, won't be stopped, together forever. I love them. They can get, like, matching tattoos at this point, you know? Matching tattoos? No. Mm. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So the videos, the videos is Hodges. No, he was pretty beaten up. No, he was beat up. And he confesses to all the crimes that he faked everything, you know? And he said, he tells his wife that he loves her and Cooper and but he couldn't take it anymore and then he's like talk to Gil Grissom 
he'll figure it out. And then the judge just listens, just turns to Grace and is like, so? Well, I don't know. Anyone else get a little bit hurt, though, that, that Hodges was like, ask, he'll help you. And internally, everyone just going, Sarah was the number one fucking person on your team. Why the fuck would but you I, go to him? I think it was because cause he was more objective. So he'd be more likely to believe over somebody who was actively going to. Well, I thought it was just a clue, too. I thought I thought yeah. it was a good, like, I thought it was a good way for for them to pick up on the fact that it was clearly a hostage video. I thought it was a tactic, like maybe his way of like trying to let them know. But it did get me a little mad. Yeah. I was like, sir, excuse me? Even if you're being held hostage, really? <laughs> well, we're going to go into that later. So Sarah's like, oh, I just talked to Anna and she doesn't know where, where Hodges is. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck? How, how would you do ask a pregnant woman who was in observation, almost, you know, almost given birth? Do you know where her husband is? I feel Hi. like that would have been a hilarious phone call. Just Sarah just be like, hey, Emma, how you doing? You know, you're doing good. You and the baby good. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. You guys have a nice, relaxing day. Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you guys are staying calm. Yeah, you know, I thought I would just, you know, ring you up, give you a call, see how you were. BT Dubs, have you seen your husband? Oh, he didn't come see you today? Was he supposed to come see you today? He was supposed to come see you today. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm sure he just got mixed up in some things. Yeah, let me just, oh my God, you know what? I think that's Gil calling me. I'll let you go. And she hangs up. She's like, yeah, he just, the wife doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> and honestly, that would be the best way to do it. It would be until they like knew for certain, Sarah. So they don't know how to locate Hodges because he's got the ankle monitor, but it's offline. So Sarah's like, "How are we gonna find him?" And Max is like, "That's not the only way to find him." <laughs> so they give the video to Penny, and Penny is able to track down where the video was posted from. She isn't able to track the device. So they find out that the video was actually filmed and posted from this building in front of the hospital. And they go there wait, and are wait, like... Really quickly. They really find out quickly. that it was filmed in this very conveniently placed abandoned building across the street from the hospital. Hollywood magic. Well, so <laughs> uh, they show up, you know, there's like a bunch of office, but... Only Grissom and Sarah go to the scene, so they go investigate and they go their separate ways. Why? Grissom, that part made me laugh so hard. <laughs> they, they, like, they go their separate ways, like, what the fuck? And Sarah quickly just finds the room where, where the confession table is filmed. And also she finds the weapon which was used to rip uh, Guillermo's tongues out. And she's, my girl is about, like, on that breaking point right there because she puts everything together. And Georgia Fox just, can I just point out? Jesus, woman, you're the only actress that can actually make me cry at, like, when I'm sleep-deprived watching my favorite show. And it's just, like, that whole scene, man, like, Sarah putting everything together. It felt like she was going to pass out. And I was like, Grissom, where are you? Grissom, your wife needs you. Where are you again? And he wasn't around, and I was like, oh my god, somebody's gonna take her, but they don't take her. She, she doesn't get kidnapped. And she puts everything together, and she finds out that Ansem is not the one behind. There is someone else pulling the strings here, and there's not Ansem. Ansem is just a pawn in the game. So now we're gonna go to the... So we're going to discuss some things, first of all. Ransom, I think it's good that we talk about them because they were they are like literally working in the case of the week, every single week, because Max is like, oh, just gonna have my besties. And which is totally fine, by the way. And I just want to find out how, how they really look like this 2021 version of GSR. And we can clearly see that 
that Josh is Sarah and Ellie is gruesome because Ellie seems too objective. She wants to be a CSI really bad. She doesn't know how to, not how to express herself, but she wants everyone to accept her. Her work family accepts her for who she is, but apparently Mark, which is her only family, as far as we know, in Las Vegas, he doesn't really accept her. And he might be really worried about her because she deals with criminals, but she still does that. And Mark doesn't accept that. So it clearly just sends a red flag, you know. And Josh really cares about her. He really he really cares about her, but he's giving her all the signs. It's just like Sarah was giving Grissom all the signs. But he cannot bring himself to tell Ellie not how he feels, but what she should do. Like, he cannot tell her break up with Mark because he obviously doesn't know how much being a CSI means to you. You know, I feel like they they could be, and I know that everybody's like, nothing is gonna, no, no couple would, would top GSR, which I get it, I get it. I know, you know, it's like pretty, like it was a very slow burn shit, you know, and you, in ratio of, of CSI, just like, just like Paul and Newsom said, oh, you know how you go to Apple and you buy a new computer and like there was like five different versions of this computer before you got yours. Like this, this is it with CSI Vegas. There were a lot of iterations of CSI, and we don't have to compare GSR to Ransom, but they're not at all. Up, yeah, they they're setting up Ransom to not to be the new GSR. Okay, it's just another couple. Ellie reminds me a lot of Grissom, and Josh reminds me a lot of a lot of Sarah. But you know, Josh is sounds like a mixture of Nick, Greg, Warwick, and Sarah. You know, and Ellie is playing like Grissom. Let's all just love this new iteration of CSI, this new cast that we that we all love. You know, and just also, can we just stop hating on Ellie so much? Why is Ellie getting so much hate? People are treated who like they treated Sarah. Yes, and this is not what we should do, okay? This is not what we should do. It's 2021, and it's almost 2022. We wanted diversity, and we got it, okay? But it cannot be... Like, this is not a fan fiction. Why are you all hating on Ellie, but not on Josh? Why, why are you all hating on Ellie, but not on Max? The math ain't mathing, sir. The math ain't mathing. So, our next bullet point is Sarah putting everything together. Like, we already knew that Sarah was the smartest CSI in in the whole CSI thing. But now she's like, well, my girl is nearing a breaking point, but she still was able to put everything together. She could, because no matter what, blindfolded, one arm tied behind her back, she's still going to solve this before everybody else does. She can't help she it. Was, she was a prodigy. That's just how my girl rolls. You know what I mean? It, it's, not, it's not her fault that everybody else doesn't operate on her level. <laughs> it's not her fault. It's not everybody else is, is that smart as she is. I mean, did she solve it, or did she just happen to walk off a little bit faster than her husband and <laughs> in the corner? I think it was maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. She's really so she's really so intelligent. She was able to put everything together first, you know, before anyone else. And you know what? I was scared for Sarah when I was when I was watching. I I thought some I thought for sure somebody was gonna come behind her. 
because the camera switched angle to her face and I was like, oh my god, somebody's gonna come up behind her. But nobody did. Which is great, by the way. But oh my god. It scared the hell out of Okay, so what are you guys' thoughts on Hodge's confession tape and him going missing? His hostage video? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, surprise, but besides the fact that we all knew he goes missing, you know, for the finale, because we have that, that press release, besides all of that. I shouldn't have released that. It just broke some of... Oh, did it, did it ruin the illusion for you, Kari? Not the illusion, but I think I would have been more scared if I didn't know that Hodges was being taken. The end, that, that final scene would have been a little bit punchier, had we known. Yeah, it would be a, pro a, a little bit worse, and it probably uh -huh. would have proved a lot more. I find it hilarious that Hodges has managed to get himself fucking kidnapped. I'm surprised he took this long. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, honestly, it's fucking hilarious. At this point, I would love- I don't think we'll get it. But it would have been hilarious if, like, whoever's kidnapped him, like, once they get to wherever, like, whatever location they're gonna, like, stash him at, if, like, he, like, wakes up or, like, realizes he's been kidnapped and just kind of looks around like, seriously? Like, really? What else could possibly go wrong in my life now? <laughs> You know, I do like, have to say something. When they, uh, when we found out that he was being taken, I was tagging Twitter, right, to see people's reaction. And my my friend, you know, Milena, this is a shout out to you. Um, she tweeted, wow, they really are crucifying Hodges this season, huh? They really, like, got him to pay all of his scenes, you know, throughout the whole franchise. You know, he was really annoying as fuck, but now people are crucifying that guy. Making him pay for all of the deeds that he did wrong. Well, like, so, I keep, I rewatch the series every year, a couple times, about two times at least. And some of his first things he says to Walk was, don't listen to what's, don't, this is what's said about me in Los Angeles. Like, what happened in Los Angeles? What I happened? feel like every TV show has its plot holes, and while we are rewatching CSI, we've seen oh. some of it, some questions that were left unanswered, but... That's to be expected, honestly, for any show that runs as lo that runs longer than about four seasons. But yeah, no, Hodges being kidnapped was very. It was, you know, we'll see how it all comes together next week. But I'm gonna say it, entertaining as fuck. You know, I I thought like long before the show began, I thought that somebody was gonna be taken by the end of the season. I thought it was going to be Sarah because I'm so used to the show doing some shit to my queen, like something. Like if you can be sure of something, CSI is that something bad is gonna happen to Sarah. I'm not even joking. Like, if you analyze all the original round, you're going to see that a bomb exploded on her, she got kidnapped. Yeah, Judge Box herself said in a commentary for Girls Gone Wider that Sarah has nine lives and she thinks she's used them up. Well, so I'm pretty sure some of our theories got updated. Yep. So who yeah, is the you story? Could say that. I'll start. So Emma goes into labor. Sarah has to go help Emma through the labor since Hodges is not there. And Anson is killed. Hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone thinks that Anson's gonna get killed. Honestly, I'll be shocked if he makes it out of this season alive. I really will be shocked. Like, if that's... <laughs> that'll be my cliffhanger. Like, holy fuck, he lived? We know that those... If if I remember correctly, we know that it's, it is gonna end in a cliffhanger. No, 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 yeah. I know it's, a, I know it's gonna end in a cliffhanger. I'm just saying, like, no matter what happens, if, like... There's no probable way that we can get through this season with Anson alive. Or, you know, I'm gonna say this much. There's no way that we can make it with both of the Wicks siblings alive. At, the, at least this point in the story. I don't know what next week has to hold, but for right now, that's- I mean, my, my theories are different, but Brie, go continue with your theories. Or was that your theory? Those, those two were my, those were my theories. 
Oh, those were your theories. Okay. So should I go? Yeah, if you want. Well, I think that okay, Emma is definitely going to deliver, but <laughs> I mean, it's like Emma's going to deliver. Like that's one thing that we know is going to happen in the finale. Grissom is. We've seen from the press release pictures that Grissom is working on BKs, so, like he's on the field actually. So uh, we know that someone is going to die. I don't think it's going to be Anson. Maybe he's going to get locked up or some shit. Or Max is going to be so fed up with him that she's going to straight up punch him. Like, which we all want to do. Like, Queen. Literally, my Queen. Paul and Yusam, if in the series finale, you'll get to punch or slap Anson. I'm going to be so happy for you. Like, I'm going to jump, you know, clap. And I'll be like, yes, she did it. Go ahead, Queen. You know, always, you know, raising the bar for all of us. But... Seriously, is something gonna happen to Sarah? I think so because my girl always something always happens to her. And I'm on the miniature killer train, you know. They didn't bring brought up Natalie Davis for just you know to name drop her a few times. So my guess is that either they are not gonna be able to keep some of the prisoners inside. So I think some of them are gonna get released, and Natalie's gonna be one of them. And she, although in the last, we don't know what happened to her. We don't know if she's dead or alive from her last appearance. She said she was sorry for what she's done with Sarah. She feels remorse. She she still blames Grissom for what happened to her father. So maybe she's going to get out and try and do something against Grissom. Because like, since we all know now that there is somebody behind Ansem, and this somebody's uh, target is clearly Grissom, it's not Sarah, it's not Hodges, you know, they wanted to get to Grissom, and the only way to get to Grissom is to get through Sarah. So they, like I said last week, they got to, to Brass to hurt Sarah to bring Grissom back. So it was a very, actually really smart plan to do that. And I love the fact how, I love how the show is really just saying how how fake news can be fabricated and the people still believe them and they are not really believing in what science is telling us, which literally is, it's just a metaphor like Grissom, Sarah, Hodges, Max, Ransom, Hugo, they represent the science while Ansem, his sister, and the DA, everyone else, they represent people who are delving science right now, which I think is a very smart way to use art to do that. Something's gonna happen to Sarah. This person wants to get to Grissom, but they're gonna end up, you know, they have to, they're gonna have to make do with Sarah. Because we know that if Sarah has to sacrifice herself to allow, to allow Hodges to be with Emma and Cooper, she's going to do that. She sacrificed herself, herself for her friends and family and she thinks that Hodges is her friend so uh, I don't know I guess we'll just see you next week I did forget one thing Emma makes Sarah godmother yeah I think that that, that would be really sweet actually if that happens as you know, she's was, a Southern Belle. You know how I feel about her being a Southern Belle. I was trying to, like, think of, like, a new update to my theory while you were pitching yours, Kari. And I'm like, all right. I think the one thing I'm changing. I think I'm going to change this. Oof. Ready? Okay, go ahead. <sighs> I am, look, still partially on team something bad's going to happen to Sarah. <laughs> Purely because 
I mean, it just feels like that's where it's going, right? If anyone's going to be put into a you know, life or death situation, it's going to be her before anybody else. Baby girl just has the worst luck. I don't know what it is. I think, however, this upcoming episode, we saw the sneak peeks that just came out today. So, I really hate to say this, but I think it's going to move very quickly because they're going to have a lot. First of all, they have a lot of things they have to cover next week to like wrap up the season anyway. I think the episode's going to move very fast. Like it's going to start it's going to start where we left off last this week and it's just going to be running at like, you know, a ridiculous pace. Hour. It's going to it's going to be running at the pace that we had that we will have, that we wished the first three episodes were running at. But anyway, but it's going to be like 100 miles an hour and there's going to be like four different things happening at once because they have like four different things that have to all be tied up simultaneously. But of course none of this is ever, you know, it's not always going to have that perfect little bow. I do think, however, we find Hodges, homeboy's fine. He's just, like, mildly traumatized, okay? Do I think anything that's gonna bad is going to happen to him? Probably not. It'll be fine. We'll get him back to his wife and kid. But I do think it would be interesting if during all of this, Sarah does kind of, re- like, revert back to, like, old school Sarah. And, like, you know, I mean, the Sarah we've already seen from the premiere. Like, just the quick to, to, to act and not really think. Like, you, you shouldn't be chasing after a man. You are a middle-aged woman. And you fell the street almost got hit by a car. Things like that. So I would love to see... A repeat of that where she just dives headfirst into like trying to find him and does potentially almost put herself into harm's way but just like in the premiere like you know she's fine at the end maybe just a little you know bruised and battered and i like that idea of that happening versus actually something worse happening to her purely because i would like to hope that there would be some scene where that would then bring up the topic of like grissom being like you see this is why i think we, we should go we should get back to the boat that's my one thing for next week. I really want... Is it too much to hope that we have an actual conversation? We, we see them have an actual conversation about where they want... Like, where they see themselves? Because we've already said how much we that we can tell that Sarah in, is clearly enjoying being back at work. I mean, the whole, like, their whole careers and, like, Hodges' life being on the line, notwithstanding. But she looks really happy to be, to be working back in a lab. And Homeboy just wants to get back on his boat. Like, I would love for a conversation to happen next week where they get to kind of talk about that. To be, like... Do we go back to the boat at the end, or do we stay? They're going to find Hodges, and then we're going to do at least a three-month time jump. And it's going to jump three months. Cooper's going to be a little baby, and then we're going to see him and Hodges. And it's either going to be Grissom and Sarah leaving and then finding out that something else is going on and that they're going to, they may be stuck in Vegas longer than they intended, or they leave and they, you know, they say goodbye to Hodges and baby Cooper and Emma and once they're gone, Max finds something or like, oh, it'd be great if Penny did it because I love Penny, Penny and Chris. But like Max or like someone on the team finds something that leads them to believe that there's more to this than meets the eye. The reason why I think it might be the second one is because if and when we get a second season, this now means that GSR leave and have their happy ending. And now that means that if we get that, we don't we don't necessarily need them now to finish the second season because now it's just Max and her team that can continue the case. Even so it leaves it, it leaves it open. Hasn't Georgia Fox already signed up for season two? Yeah, season so two? I think, I, I think well, Jason I mean, Tracy's building this story around He has to have, bigger. but he has, yeah, yeah, and he has to, the thing is, he has to have built it on the premise that he doesn't get either of them back. You know what I mean? So that being, what, what I mean by that is that he has to have built it on the idea that they have to have some sort of happy ending together, and then there has to be some sort of cliffhanger with everybody else so that if we do get to come back next year, everybody else can keep working on this case. And then depending on which one or both of them that we can get back, we can just bring them back, you know? 
Yeah, so. I mean, I think yeah. I, I know, I know, that's your point, and I think it's going. It would be a really good, good thing to do because if you've seen elementary, you know that this is the type of storytelling, storytelling that Jason tries to do. Like he does. You think that you think that something's happening, but then you find out that it's something else, completely different than you saw. Like you didn't see this coming. Like like by the end of season one of Elementary, we find out that Irene Adler and What's the name of the arch nemesis? Sherlock Holmes. Moriarty. We're the same person. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, it's really something. I'm expecting something like that, but I'm feeling, I feel like it's going to be a lot bigger than, than this. I feel like it's going to be a lot bigger than we're expecting. I hope so, honestly. Because at the end of the day, like, I said this the other day on Twitter, like, at the end of the day, I do want to feel like this show. Not like that. Not that it had a point, but that I don't know. Basically, I I wanted to have been worth it. Basically, I it's it. I think it's going to be because we're talking about CSI here. CSI Vegas happens after the pandemic when everyone is vaccinated and everyone everything's good. And this all. weird. It's in this weird era of yeah. It, it exists in like a weird. When... <laughs> it's a weird multiverse of. <laughs> Is the multiverse of mad of madness, but CSI style. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so I feel like it's going to be something that we're not expecting. Is Anthony Zachary said he was the one who wrote the cliffhanger. So I think it's going Wait, to be. He wrote be the cliffhanger. If he wrote I, the I cliffhanger, fucking hell. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. It, it's something and probably something that he and Justin Trudeau talked about. I don't know, but if he wrote it, then who the hell knows what we're getting. Then, like what if Vanessa Zachary is the one who wrote the cliffhanger? And he left it pretty open. But they'll get it figured out at the end. At the end of the day, yeah, I think at the end of the day, though, so anything could happen. Yeah, because I feel like at the end of the day, they both were willing to come back to tell this story at least one more time, because they both felt like a sort of responsibility towards these characters and towards us, the the audience. So I'd like to think that no matter where this leads at the end, if we can come back for if we and I feel like I'm at, like I like I'm talking like as if I like am a, a part of the show, if they can come back <laughs> for mean, a second. We are. It's just me manifesting. <laughs> That's just my own part. That's my mood yeah. there. Uh, anyway, I feel like depending on where we, you know, end things here, if they can get a second season, that both of them would be willing to come back to at least ensure that these characters are left in the correct place. You know? Yeah, yes. I don't feel like they would walk away. If they wouldn't just yeah. It's something it's crazy. Happen. Future would be so uncertain. You know? Yeah. So you know, there's, there's stuff that's you know. That we just oh, speculate on, but we like, yeah, we don't, we don't really know what what is going on. on There's stuff Joe's that a lot office. of billionaires are currently talking about <laughs> and discussing, okay, or have already discussed. You know, and, like, maybe maybe someone who is working for the show is listening to this and, is, and just laughing their asses out because each one of our theories is wrong. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know if somebody was listening and just laughing at it. You know why? Because. I'd like to. I'd like to know that I brought someone's unhappy. I'm joking. Oh my! Can you imagine if one of somebody who's who's working for them, you know, just you know, shows them, then the group chat like, oh, oh my god, listen to this. They think this is gonna happen. <laughs> They're so oh wrong. God, stop. But that would. So if Anthony's actor wrote the cliffhanger, oh no, it's gonna happen. Oh, anything could happen. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, at this point. And you know what? At the end of the day, it will have been a good ride for ten weeks. Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, like, can we can worth it. I mean, we can complain whatever we. No, we can't. Oh, we no. cannot hate on Allie. We cannot hate on Josh. We cannot. Look, hate on I, I mean, no, no, no. We can, we can, we can, we can still complain, and I have plenty of complaints to be made. But I can also at least. We can appreciate and we can we can differentiate between the two. You know what I mean? Like I can complain about things, yeah, as much as I want. But at the end of the day, as well, I have to appreciate that in the year two thousand and twenty-one, I have been gifted with this show. No matter what happens at the end, let's see it. Let's see how I feel next week when we record. (laughs) Let's see if I still agree with it. I'm gonna be really. It's gonna be a mess. So everybody, rate this. Three. You're gonna go over nine. Nine point seven. No, not nine point seven. Oh, how close was I? I think it's mostly a solid nine. Okay. Oh, she said I'm gonna round it out. Because while I did really enjoy the episode, I wish we saw more of the case with, you know, the case of the week. Mm, Okay. Okay. Because I did really enjoy it, and the doctor gave me butterfly feels. You say butterfly feels. I thought like. From the episode, but, but, no, but, I know, but, I know. But, I just heard butterflies. I was like, and what? I it, it clicked, it clicked, it clicked. I got it, I got it, I got it. it, clicked, it yeah, clicked. no, because it was because how he was obsessed with her, but she was not. She did not like him. She was not in love with him. She was in love with somebody else, and then he ended up killing them both. That's 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 a good comparison. Yeah, and of course, I loved how Grisham and Sam were basically matching again. Love they that love for having them. those two match. They match like half the season. They they were matching unconsciously too. Like if you've seen the if you see the re- the original round, they know just ended up noticing their clothes. You know they're sometimes they're matching unconsciously. So I yeah. love that. You know I for one, you know I really love the case of the week, and I actually like that it ran for as long as it did because I'm sorry guys, but every time there was a court episode, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be boring. I'm sorry, but like. The court episode, and I was like, oh, no, but it was quite good. It gripped my attention, and I, I'm i sure it's just because I watch uh, Lucifer that I noticed some shit. So I'll give the show a, a solid 8.5. It's just, I think I'm still taking points away because Max is still demoted. <laughs> I forgot when Max isn't happy, Kari uh, takes points away. When Max isn't happy, when Sarah isn't happy, I'm, I'm gonna be taking points. Yeah, when the queens aren't happy, we're not happy, you know, end of day. When the queens are not happy, we're not happy. So Jason Tracy, Anthony Zyke, or whoever goes into the Thor's show, bring Max back. Well, we you already know. know from the previews that she's gonna, she's on probation, so, and she's back to walking. And, uh, well, that'll be good for next week's episode then, question. but not this week's. Yeah, can we just, can we make her question Ansem, like, Bring him into the interrogation room, you know, just and just whap him across the face because that's what he deserves for ever attempting to do something against Max. I'm sorry, Max isn't happy. I'm not happy. Paula, as usual, you killed it this week. Love that. I said it once, I said it twice. I'm gonna say it again. I need her wardrobe, I need her clothes. I just need them. So, is it my Anna? turn? Yeah, <laughs> okay. You said, I close, close, it's close. Mm. This was, I mean, it's been said by a few people already, courtroom, you know, episodes, if you're not a wall show, are usually kind of boring. And this one, we actually didn't even see a lot of the courtroom scenes. I honestly was expecting to see more of that trial than we actually did see. Case of the Week was fine. It was kind of an interesting, you know, story. 
I love a good Munchausen story, though, too. I do. I do. And played perfectly well by that, that guest actor who I didn't bother to get the name of, but he did a really good job playing the doctor with Munchausen's. That was very well done. I'm going to give it, I think I'm going to, like a 6.3, maybe? 6.2? It wasn't, like, my least favorite of the season. I kind of did want a little bit more out of it because it was our, you know, penultimate episode. But it moved the story along. I didn't... Okay, guys, I don't know how to say this, but... Sorry. What the fuck? I didn't like the ending. I laughed. Laughed really hard. I'm actually still laughing now thinking about it. Their face. I can't see Kari's face, but I can imagine. I really didn't like that ending. It was very, very badly done. You know my thoughts on Georgia. You guys know. But that was a big nope. That was a big nope. That was a... I just... I have notes for whoever the director of this episode was, whoever gave her that note for that final scene. It made no sense. My one downside was it was very anticlimactic. There. Kari has now gotten very silent now. But yeah, I was very anticlimactic, I think, because it was building some nice scripts and she made the best that she could. (laughs) I don't know, bro. But like, it was very, I just didn't like how rushed it seemed. Because for however long that episode took to actually get started, it was moving quicker than the others had been. You know what? Before I even continue that, Someone mentioned that early, someone mentioned this earlier in our chat, and it's so perfectly worded, and I want to bring it up now. The idea that the one thing that's been making this season feel weird, or not weird, but like off, is how disinterested the rest of the world, aka the crime lab, seems to be about the Hodges case. It may be because we don't have the lab, the lab text to see, because... Yeah, I think it's because of that, because maybe they had a limited number of people that could be in the room while they were shooting the scene so maybe when they're shooting like, well yeah they had yeah and i'm sure with yeah i'm more. sure that was a i wasn't saying i'm sure that was a thing in the first half of the, the whole shooting during COVID made 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 this very interesting i'm sure and then the idea to make it such a small cast was probably another issue but it was it's it's a good it's a good like talking point though is the idea that the whole idea behind them doing the cases of the week and the hodges case was very interesting to begin with when we heard about it before the season premiered but the further along we seem to have gotten throughout the season, it does to me feel a little weird that we've got this huge looming case that like could bring down all of them simultaneously. Because if they if if Hodges is found guilty, the entire Las Vegas crime lab potentially crumbles. Everybody loses their jobs and credibility in that field. I feel like there should have been more of a like urgency, I guess, or at least interaction from other people or at least acknowledgement from josh and ally every now and then hey how does the hodges case going you checked in on max and grissom and sarah oh yeah you know i don't know they they weren't doing that officially because officially they couldn't investigate the case okay yeah okay i i I can see that but yeah i feel like it still would have helped i want noel cross come on the (laughs) season finale i'd love to have her you know i love you know like one thing that i wanted to say about chris Continue. I love my I love my guy, Chris. So for the for a few weeks now, I've been thinking that Ansem had to have an inside person on the lab, right, to tell him whatever's going on because he always seems to be like one step ahead of everyone. And it bugged me because he knew a lot of shit that Max and Grissom and Sarah were doing. And I was like, oh, it cannot be Josh and Ellie because they barely speak about the Hodges case. So who could it be? And I was like. Oh no, you know, Chris is working with them okay. all the time. Yeah. So I feel like maybe he could be fitting this information to Ansem because Ansem seems, like I said, Ansem seems to be always one step ahead of them. And he had to have an uh, inside man 
or inside person. So I feel like Chris is that person. How dare you? I knew you were going to say that, but I can see where she's coming from. How yes. dare you? Is this payback for what I just said? <laughs> no. Remember what she was saying? Because it feels like it. She was, she was, she was wanting to say something about Chris, and I knew, I had a feeling what it was going to be. Because... I mean, I, I thought Chris was involved with this way back in the in Funhouse when he was playing because... with the grenades. I thought that would have been a good twist. Because I can kind of see it, too, because he has worked most of the case with Max, Sarah, and Grissom. Nobody else has. Yeah, and Handsome always seems to be knowing what they're doing. He that's how like he, he's, yeah, that's how he's he got Max demoted. And, and Handsome's sister felt like she was waiting for one of them to come by. Mm-hmm. And when Handsome gave his evil monologue, it felt like he already had that plan because he had to know that something, that his trash was being stolen, like somebody was going through his trash. How did he know that? Chris knew all along. Chris knew that what, what what was happening. So, because I was like, oh, it cannot be Hugo because Hugo is in the morgue all the time. He never goes to the lab. It can't be neither Josh or Ellie because they are not really actively working on the Hodges case. And it couldn't be Max because Max, <laughs> she's basically with Sarah and Grissom. And, and I, also, Ellie believed for a while it was Hodges to begin with. And yeah. if she knew that he was being framed, she would not have believed it. Chris was defending Hodges. Yeah, it felt too. It was like when he started to defend, I was like, hmm. when he was defending Hodges, I was like, huh, why are you doing this? I mean, it, it, we have some indication that he worked with Hodges probably in the past, but with so much against Hodges, why would he think that Hodges didn't do it? Because he's a CSI too, he can he could easily be faking those evidence as well. So I mean, I don't know, just a thought. Maybe it's not him. But I hope it's not him. Uh, but, oh, but see, it would be such a good twist too, because especially because he he's been so far the only CSI besides Max that GSR have been working with closely with. Wouldn't it be and a also, good like kick in the teeth to be like, yeah, you guys are working with the guy the whole fucking time. And you also thought it was him for a little bit. Yeah. Call back to find But out. he had a reason. He said, oh, he I just heard his granddad to, to know what, uh, what, what they were and all that. Hmm. I think, I think you're right. It would be fun to see that because it would be a really, it would be a really cool twist. It'd be fun. And then he's like, I can reveal the, the season finale. <laughs> Anything could happen. So this was the first <laughs> week's episode of CSI, CSI Talk. Don't miss the series finale of CSI Vegas next week. And stay safe, everyone. Love you. Love y'all. Bye, everyone.